Hey there, ladies. You are tuned in to Being Eve. I am your host, Casey Alexis, so let's jump right in. It's Let's Talk Tuesday, ladies, so let's talk. So ladies, this particular podcast episode is an episode that is very near and dear to my heart, okay? This particular topic is a topic that I have experienced for a large amount of time in my life. I felt that it was absolutely necessary after coming out of the weekend that I had to really hone in on this topic and to really share um, a bit about what I experienced Um, living my life in this particular mode, all right? And I'm going to get into it a little bit more. But this past weekend, I really truly left and went into this week so empowered, so inspired, so encouraged. And it was life-changing. It was life-altering. And I'm hoping that I am able to bottle that up and package it so well that by the end of this particular episode that you too will leave empowered, encouraged, and inspired like never before. And so with that being said, I'm going to jump into the topic at hand, which is entitled Fight or Flight. So ladies, when I looked up the definition of fight or flight, right, I found three separate definitions that I wanted to kind of share on the podcast. The first was that the fight or fight response, also known as the acute stress response, refers to a physiological reaction that occurs in the presence of something that is terrifying, either mentally or or physically. The second definition was the fight or flight response is the automatic defensive system that is built into your body that is triggered when your body senses danger. The third and final was that it causes a surge of adrenaline to assist with either fighting or fleeing. Your heart rate and blood pressure increases and your senses become hyper alert. An anxiety disorder results when the flight or fight response becomes triggered too easily and too frequently. So I decided to share those particular definitions with you all so that you can kind of hear some of the words that were being thrown out, right? Terrifying, mentally or physically, triggered, body senses danger, right? Adrenaline, fighting or fleeing, blood pressure raising, heart rate increasing, hyper alert, anxiety, all those words that we would read or normally hear that won't make us feel happy, right? It will make us actually anxious, fearful, nervous, all those emotions that don't normally bring out the best in us, right? And so I want to share a bit about what transpired over the weekend that kind of brought this topic to the forefront for me. So this past weekend, I um, had an amazing weekend, by the way, and I had made these plans with my friends some time ago, right, that we are going to meet up and have uh, this wonderful weekend and do certain things. And 
as the weekend started to come closer and closer, right? So we're in the week now and the weekend is getting closer and closer. I became anxiety stricken, ladies. I became overwhelmed with all these things that I had to do and all these things that need to get done and what I didn't have time for and all this other stuff. And I realized that I've kind of lived my life in that particular area every time I made a plan um, with someone or every time I decided I was going to do something, this would happen, right? And as I thought on it, I realized that as an extreme introvert, now I'm not saying that all introverts are like this. I'm talking about myself (laughs) as an extreme introvert. There are times that I will plan something. I will plan to do something, right? I feel good about it in the moment as I'm planning it. But then as the day gets closer to actually doing that thing, I become anxiety stricken, right? I become nervous. I become fearful and I immediately want to backtrack. I immediately want to cancel. I immediately want to not do that thing by any means necessary. (laughs) So because I've always lived on flight mode, I was always anxiety stricken about things that required faith, right? If I was, if I need to be bold or to have courage or to stand firm about a certain thing, and it required courage and faith, Casey would be on flight mode, (laughs) okay? (laughs) I was always ready to run, especially if I was challenged by a person or anything, something that I did not have control over. Casey would be in flight mode. And that kind of led into what I want to discuss about what happened to me this weekend. So I, you know, two years in from the past two years where I experienced that really hard season of my life, one of the things that I've decided to work on was my faith, right? Increasing my faith, being faith charged, being bold, being strong and courageous was one of the things I, I spoke into my life this year. And as a result, I'm here on the podcast sharing with you all. But of course, you know, with faith, with anything is going to require growth, right? There's different levels of faith. And so this weekend, as I prepared to spend some time with my friend, you know, I began to become anxiety stricken about certain things, you know, because that is what normally kicks in with me anytime that I have to spend a long period of time away from, you know, my norm, right? My normal schedule, being around a lot of people, I can get anxiety stricken. And so that started to happen as the weekend, the weekend began to approach. And I'm so glad that I switched into fight mode and fought against that feeling um, and that emotion of anxiety because I had such an amazing weekend with some amazing women, a dear friend of mine. And as I, uh, you know, spent time with them and as they shared their stories on faith and boldness, it really encouraged me to step up my faith and it really grew my faith just being around them because as they share their stories, right? There's a power in storytelling. As I normally tell you all, um, there's actually an episode that I entitled the power of storytelling. There is a, a power in storytelling that can truly encourage us and empower us to be the the very best in um in ourselves right and so as they were sharing their stories of faith and and boldness and courage and then the next step was me actually being able to walk and touch the things that they were faithful about the things that faith 
literally birthed the products of their faith and their boldness and their courage. I was able to walk into those things. I was able to touch them. I was able to sit in them. And being around all of that increased my faith exponentially. It increased my faith to such a level I don't even have a number on, okay? (laughs) My faith has jumped up so much. And so ladies, that brings me to the point of why it is so important to surround yourself with like-minded women, right? Women who are encouraging, inspiring, and empowering just as much as you are. Women who are ready and willing to speak life and to share information, right? And not um, selfish in, 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 in any way, right? They're willing to see you grow just as much as they are willing to grow themselves. And so it is important to surround yourself with people like that because that rubs on you, right? Being around successful people, seeing them do amazing things, that will inspire you. That will help you dream bigger and not just dream, but walk in that thing that you want, that thing that you have faith for. And so a perfect example of that is Tyler Perry as he was exiting out of Oprah's Legends Ball, right? He is seen on camera saying how being in that environment, seeing what he saw just made him want to dream bigger. And if we fast forward to years later to this present day, right? We know that Tyler Perry, the first African-American man to open up his own studio and he owns it. He bought it. He owns that thing. And so his dream literally came to life. And Oprah was able to walk into those studios, see her name on a soundstage, right? And it just is amazing how her Legends Ball was the place where Tyler Perry's studio was pretty much birthed in Tyler Perry. And she was able to see that thing come to life. That is amazing. That is amazing when you are surrounding yourself with people that are inspiring and equipping you and empowering you to do amazing things. That thing will rub on you, okay? So ladies, make sure that you are not the smartest person in your group. If you're the smartest person in your group, like they said, it is time to get a new group, okay? But besides all that, that was not the only thing that I was able to grab from this weekend. There's more, y'all, okay? Um, so the finale to the weekend... So as I sat there in amazement, right, just watching this whole experience, it hit me that we are all, each and every single living, breathing creature on this planet is a unique instrument in our own calling. When we operate in our gifts, talents, and abilities, we are in fact instruments of the handiwork of God. And so I'm going to turn into a bibliologist for a bit, but I want to kind of share this all with you because I was just smacked with this in amazement as to how amazing this whole thought is, right? When you think about how we are fashioned and designed and created with a purpose, when you think about um, creatures on the planet, each and every single one of them fashioned and designed for a particular purpose, I can't help but to see the correlation, right, in regards to being 
an instrument. We are thereby something created to achieve, a perform, or further God's purpose on this particular planet. And what brought this to my attention was the fact that Everything that lives and breathes on this planet has an enemy. Just to give an example, uh, a plant, a flower, its enemy is weeds, right? If we keep weeds around with plants and flowers, the weeds are going to stop the growth of that particular plant or flower. And so we also have an enemy that hates us because... We are created in God's image and his likeness. And that enemy is the devil. That enemy is Satan. His main objective has always been to hurt God by hurting us. And how does he do that? He has us remain in fear, to remain in flight mode. Because when we are in flight mode, we aren't able to be those instruments. We aren't able to use our gifts talents and abilities to give worship back to God. And the enemy's desire since the very beginning was to steal God's worship. There's a whole story in the Bible of Lucifer's fall and how he was, in fact, an angel, right? One of the angels who was a leader of worship in heaven. He was physically designed as an instrument, okay? And so anytime his wings and anything, would go, it would be music in heaven that would lead worship. So of course, when we were created in God's image, right? And his likeness, and we were fashioned with instruments inside of ourselves and inside of our very being to bring worship back onto God, his main objective has always been to destroy what God created. And so because of that, right? We all know it is impossible to please God without faith. If we are in fear, we're not using our instruments and it's impossible to please God. So he keeps us and tries to grip us and hold us in fear because he knows at the end of the day, if we're not using our instruments, if we're not being used as instruments, we are not pleasing God. We're not actually uh, doing what we have been designed and created to do. And so a whole bunch of scriptures as I sat there, literally sitting there in the time, the choir singing, I'm pretty sure the people that were with me didn't even realize that I had gone to a different place, but I'm literally sitting there and getting all of these scriptures just blowing my mind about, you know, our body being a temple and that we were bought at a great price. And so we must honor God with our body. And if you think about a temple, we know a temple is a house of worship, right? Where it's considered a house of worship, where worship takes place. And if you think about it that way, our body houses those instruments, our bodies houses those gifts, talents, and abilities. And when we're not using those gifts, talents, and abilities, when we're not using our body as a temple for God to resign in, right? Guess what? We're not pleasing God. And so when we're not pleasing God, essentially we're not being pleased because we're not actually being using exactly what we've been designed 
to, to be. We're not fulfilling what we have been created to be. So a lot of times we get depressed and anxious and fearful about certain things is to grip us and keep us there. Because at the end of the day, if we're not doing what we've been created to do, if we're not fashion, if we're not um, falling through and walking in what we have been designed to actually do, a lot of us feel unfulfilled. That unfulfillment is, is a result of us not actually walking and talking and being that instrument that we were designed to be. And so another scripture that popped in my mind at the time was Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. And that was the story that Jesus shared, right? The power of storytelling again, the parable of the talents, where Jesus describes a wealthy man giving his servants each a talent, right? We could say gold coins, right? And each of them were given what they were responsible for. And as the master left, he was, of course, the wealthy man expecting a return on an investment from, from each of those servants. So most did what was expected, right? Some exceeded while others gave exactly what they were supposed to give in regards to a return of investment. But there was one servant that did not give any return on investment. They came back with the exact coin that they were given. And when that particular servant was questioned as to why he or she did not have, did not have their return on investment, that servant said, I was afraid and I went out and hid your gold coin in the ground. I'm going to repeat that. The servant said, I was afraid and I went out and hid your gold coin in the ground. Fear had that servant hide their talent in the ground. And so when the wealthy man asked him, well, if you knew what I was going to expect from you, why didn't you give your talent to the bank, right? So that at least they can give me back <laughs> a return of investment. And so as I thought about the entire story, the entire parable, I realized that, you know, when the servant hid their talent in the ground, no one can use it, right? That fear gripped that servant so much, he or she didn't use it and no one else could actually use it as well, which is why the master said, well, why didn't you give it to the bank, right? Give it to them so that they, they knew what to do with it and they would give me a return on investment. It made me think about how some of us get so fearful about our gift, talent, and abilities. We don't want to stand by ourselves in that particular thing, but we don't want to share it with anybody else either so that they can at least use it, right? And let me give you an example for that. So imagine all of those choir members, obviously some of them may not want to sing on their own. So here they are and they decide to bring their gift, their talent, their ability to the choir. And as a collective group, they are being used as instruments together, right? To bring worship back onto God. So they actually took their gift, talent, and ability. And, and even though they may not want to be alone doing it, they collectively came together with the group. So they put their talent with a bank, right? That would take it and invest it back into such a great group of singers that it brought 
worship back onto God. Same thing for some of us. You know, sometimes we may not want to do our own thing. We may not want to stand there alone. And that's okay. We don't have to. But why not invest and be a volunteer somewhere else? Give someone else our talent and our ability. Give our workplace, right, our talent and our ability. Maybe there's something that's not necessarily in your job description that you can do that you've been hiding, right, and that you don't want them, you don't want the world to see. But guess what? If you gave it to your workplace, they'll be able to use it and they'll be able to get an investment that will bring back worship back onto God. How is that? By being a light into the world. That light that you have within you, you cannot collectively join with another group of people and bring that light back into the world and pointing that light back onto God so that everyone that sees it knows it came from God above. Right. And so a lot of us are anxious and and remain fearful with anxiety because we haven't been using the instrument that we have been given. And so we've been hiding it. We've been burying our talents. We've been burying our abilities. We've been burying all the things that we have inside of us. And therefore, no one's able to see the light. No one's able to see that light within us pointing back onto God. And so I wanted to come on the episode podcast episode today to encourage us all ladies to encourage us all to step out on faith step out on faith do not allow fear to continuously grip us right because we've been trained throughout life to be fearful we've been taught to be fearful about certain things right sometimes um even as growing up as a child like some of the ways our parents would react to certain things when we would jump on the oh watch it don't you're gonna fall you're gonna hurt yourself that automatically gripped us with fear, right? That automatically has made us fearful about certain things. And then when it comes to fear, sometimes our purpose is also being withheld, right? There are some of you who are listening to me right now, who God has placed a particular instrument inside of you. And every time you attempt to use it, fear grips you, anxiety pushes you back. But let me tell you a quick story about when fear and anxiety was completely destroyed. In the Garden of Gethsemane. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, okay, it is well documented. It is his story where he was literally sweating blood and crying out to God for another way. Fear and anxiety had gripped him in his flesh because, of course, he was 100% human and 100% divine. So that fear gripped him in his flesh. Anxiety gripped him in his flesh about what was about to take place. But glory be to God. At the end of it all, he said, not my will, but your will be done. Just as it is with him, it was, it is with us. You see, God's enemy thought that he had Jesus by the throat when he hung on that cross. He thought he destroyed God's greatest instrument to walk the face of the planet like he destroyed Adam and Eve. Little did he know that death would be the gate to the resurrection of Christ, which gave us the power to overcome fear, anxiety, depression, and everything else aimed at keeping us away from being the instruments that we were designed to be. 
Ladies, hear me, okay? Hear me <laughs> because I was so fearful in my life. I told you all, I've lived years on flight mode. I've lived years being afraid to, of my own shadow. I lived years of being afraid of my own voice. But this weekend, it truly completed in me what I needed in order to step forward in the newness that I desired within my own self. Because I, I actually, uh, within my mind, I said, you know what, I'm going into 2020, before even 2020 uh, begins, going after everything that I am supposed to go after. Everything that I have been designed to have I am going after before 2020 even fits. That's been something that I've had in my heart. And so God knows the desires of our heart. He knows the things that we want to accomplish and do. And therefore, he knows that if I want to do that, my faith has to increase to a certain level that is going to activate that, right? Because at the end of the day, faith is that activation we need to go after everything that we may not see, but we believe that we're and hope for that we're going to have. And so that time is now, ladies. That time is now for you to be the instruments that you are divinely created to be with those gifts and talents and abilities inside of you for the world to see, not just for you, because those gifts, talents and abilities are that is that shining light, right? That shining light that flows through you as an instrument of worship back onto God, pointing people back to the one who created you, who put all of that in you. So regardless of a person's life, right, regardless of what a person is doing, that gift will always remain that person's gift. And that brings a perfect example of what's going on with Kanye West right now. You know, whether Kanye is rapping in a stage on stage in Madison Square Garden or whether he's in a actual uh, place of worship in a church, his gift will always be his gift. Right now, he's in a place where he's transitioning. He's learning how to be an instrument for his creator, shining that light that's in him, right? That was placed inside of him before he was even in his mother's womb and giving it back to God. And all of it is happening as the world watches. All of it is happening as he's shining that light back to his creator. And so today, ladies, I prayed for all of you so fervently because I know a lot of us are stricken by certain fears and anxieties due to certain traumas we've experienced throughout life, right? And I shared some of that with you in the beginning of the episode. We've gone through so much. Some of us are experiencing things right now trying to keep us bound to fear because our enemy, right? I talked about that, that enemy that we have, the desires for us to remain broken that desires for us not to grow because he desires for us to remain as broken instruments. And when we're broken instruments, we are unable to use our gifts and our talents as we should, as we have been designed and created for. I was one of those women, as I shared, I was afraid of my own shadow. I was stricken by fear to the point I would bury my talent in the dirt, assuming that I wasn't good enough, that they weren't good enough. I was hiding in fear, but I was calling it humility. I was once that woman, 
but I am not that woman anymore. Does that mean I won't go through anything? Does that mean that life is going to be perfect for me? Does that mean that I will every day be ready to go to shine my light? No, I know I'm going to be challenged. I know that I'm going to go through things I, because that's just life, right? Um, the wind blows, right? There's rain, there's thunderstorms, but trees still stand, <laughs> right? Um, flowers still grow. So the same with all of us, the same with me. You know, we'll go through it and I will continue to be that instrument. I will still stand through those storms. I will still grow through those storms. I will still play my instrument as loudly as I can through every single one of those storms. And ladies, you will too. We will all overcome. I encourage you ladies to play your instruments, use your gifts, talents, and abilities, everything that has been placed inside of you. Use it in your home, use it in your marriage, use it as you raise your children, use those gifts and talents in every capacity that you've been given at your workplace, in your businesses, right? Everything that you do as you write those books, as you start your podcast, as you do your YouTube channels, whatever it is that you have been given to do, use your gifts talents and abilities. Have faith. Have faith, right? Stay on fight mode. And fight mode doesn't necessarily mean you're fighting with your hands and you're pounding. You know what I mean? Sometimes fighting means just to stand, be rooted and grounded, right? Be rooted and grounded in that solid rock, which we know to be Christ. Be rooted and grounded in, in him as the storms of life hit, not moving, not being fearful, just standing and remain fervent in what you have been called to do, right? And still using your gifts talents and abilities as you should. Don't wait until 2020 to walk into your new year. Your new starts today. Your new starts today. All you have to do is believe. One of my favorite scriptures is when Jesus says out of his mouth, I make all things new. Receive that for yourself today. It is a new day for you right now. When I left that weekend, as soon as all those words were imparted in me, that night I talked to my friend and I said, you know what? I know why this weekend had to happen. I know why I had to make sure that everything that I went and I did not allow fear to hold me back because my faith had to increase this weekend because I was made new from that moment forward. Newness was created in me, a new faith, a new um, a, a courage, boldness, right? Newness, all new. And I accepted that and I received that. And then I began to walk in it. Your new starts today. All you have to do is believe there is greatness in us all. Fear can no longer hold us captive unless we will it to. We have to decide whether we are going to fight or flight, faith or fear. And my prayer, ladies, is that as we make that decision, we will pray that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that we will all continue to fight in faith together, fight in faith to live Fight in faith to be those instruments we were designed to be. Fight in faith for our health. Fight in faith for our children. Fight in faith for our marriages. Fight in faith for our families. Fight in faith for our friends. Fight in faith for our ministries. Fight in faith for our businesses. Fight in faith for our mental wellness. Fight in faith. 
Well, ladies, thank you for tuning in to episode 35. I hope this episode was a blessing to you as much as it was to me. As you all know, the show notes is where it's at. So feel free to use any of those links to keep in contact with us on our social media platforms, as well as our email address. Ladies, I look forward to talking with you soon. See you for Hot Topic Thursday.